This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the difference between giving advice and imposing an opinion. We'll go through some of the different situations where it's appropriate to give your opinion and express your concerns for something versus when it's best to listen and support the other person. This topic came about because, as you mentioned in another episode, Molly and I recently traveled to Peru. About a week before my trip to Peru, I was telling a friend about the itinerary, said we're going to Lima for a few days, and then Cusco, and then spending a day in Machu Picchu. Her reaction was, I hate Lima, don't go to Lima. And at that point, I was like, well, we already booked our flights, like we're definitely going to Lima, and it just made me feel really anxious and uncomfortable. And then a few weeks later, a friend told me about a similar experience she had. She's actually in the process of planning her honeymoon to Thailand, and she was telling someone that she that they were spending a few days in Phuket. And the person that she was talking with said, oh, I hate Phuket, like, don't go there. But the trip had been booked, which made us think about when it's okay to give your opinion and when it's not really productive because then she was upset. She had been excited to go to Phuket and now this person is telling her not to be. And I think that's a really big distinction. I think flights are very black and white time. I bought the tickets. Mm -hmm. I haven't bought the tickets yet. I think really thinking (laughs) about that is important because the tickets are already bought for us, for that girl's honeymoon. What's the point of saying, ew, don't go there? Except to make them killing someone's exactly joy. to make them feel bad and kill their joy. The difference is now. If I had said, "Okay, so I'm thinking of going to Peru in six months," Here, my tentative itinerary is Lima, Cusco, Machu Picchu. Then, if my friend said, "I really didn't like Lima. You should spend more time in Cusco," that's one thing because then she's giving me her advice, and I have the opportunity to take it. And she read the. In- she read the room and realizing Trisha was somewhat asking for advice. Like, I'm still planning. Here's my tentative idea. And then she was mm-hmm. able, hypothetically, should have been able to give her idea of like, yeah, Lima's not that great. And then me and Trisha would have made it been like, oh, okay, well, let's do some research. And it would have been, wouldn't have killed our joy about our trip. Exactly. So the difference here is really trying not to inflict your opinion on someone when it doesn't matter. At that point, her opinion about Lima made no difference to me because there's nothing I could do. And all it did was make me really anxious about the decision that we had already made and couldn't be changed. And what actually happened is Trisha called me and she, I think, I'm pretty sure you called me Uh and you were like, my friend told me Lima wasn't great. And I was like, well, we booked it. So I don't know. And then I started feeling really guilty because I was like, oh crap, I didn't do enough research and whatever. And then Trisha was feeling anxious. Like, We both were in this negative state of emotions because of that. Mm -hmm. Whereas we're not saying don't give your advice on things, but make sure that when you do, it's at a time when it can be actually heated. And if I, so if I don't have the opportunity to take the advice you're giving me, it's not really productive and it's just going to probably make me feel bad. Mm -hmm. So I think the one big thing here is like knowing the environment or the situation you're in 
and realizing if the advice is needed or wanted or or if it's not if it's just a time to be listening mm-hmm. and so another thing what she did there too was she said her opinion as if it were a fact Lima's gross and like okay that's your opinion what if I went there and I loved Lima I didn't, but I didn't hate it either. So it wasn't, it didn't ruin my trip being there. There were plenty of good things to take advantage of. And so just in general, when you're giving your opinion or someone's asking you for advice, remember that it's subjective and your opinion is not the golden standard. It's not a fact. So remember when you're articulating that to someone else, that you're, keeping in mind that they may not feel the same way that you do. And by treating your opinion, like it is the end all be all, you might actually make them feel bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking about another example that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. I moved to California to take on a job here about a year ago, which is insane. But when I was, Mm -hmm. um, prior to this move, I was thinking about becoming a travel therapist living my life on the road and, like, working short jobs across the country. And then I got offered this job that's a permanent job and seemingly my dream job. (laughs) Um, And during that tumultuous time of, like, me trying to figure out, do I take this permanent job? That wasn't what I was imagining, but la-di-da-di-da. I was asking a lot of people for advice, and that was a time when I was like, what do you think? And I was very, like, up in the air, so any advice was really helpful. Um, And I was asking for it. I said, hey, guys, what do you think I should do? I asked my parents. I asked Trisha. I asked a lot of different people. Um, And it helped me kind of make an informed decision, and I ended up coming out here. Um, Keywords being, I decided to come out here. (laughs) I made a decision. Mm -hmm. Um, And what made that decision a lot easier is my mom, when... um, I had finally made the decision. I had a lot of, like, back-and-forth thoughts on it, but the decision was made. So my mom was really supportive after that fact, and she was always saying, like, you know, just try it. It'll be great because she knew that my decision had made, and the whole thing that you had to do after that was just support it, and that's what she did, Mm -hmm. and I felt so much more comfortable coming out here in that time. Yes, so many thoughts on that. Support being a big part of it is if someone is not asking for advice, what do we do then? Support them in their decision. Say, oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. So I had a similar experience happen. I don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast yet, but I just recently moved from New York City to Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. which took me a long time to decide. And one of my friends, when I told her I was moving to Savannah, she's like, ew, don't go there. And I'm like... Well, after the sentence I'm was going. said, yes, I'm moving to Savannah. <laughs> I didn't say, should I move here? But then what I, I realized a few things from that, which was one, let's say she doesn't agree with me. Maybe she she's never been to Savannah, but let's say that she had and she hated it or for whatever reason she said, ooh, about Savannah. Rather than immediately giving that negative reaction, what she could have done and said is, express her opinion. Wow, that's different. What made you choose Savannah? And then ask me a question about it instead. If you don't know what to say because you don't want to give your opinion on something that you disagree with, 
asking questions is a great way to go. Just try to take the other person's perspective and remember that your opinion can be changed. So then maybe I told her about all the reasons why I chose Savannah and then maybe she opened up to the idea and said, okay, I think that's actually a really good fit for you. I wouldn't do it, but I support you in that decision. And I think sometimes being on that end of Trisha's friend of Mm -hmm. feeling restricted and being able to share your opinion does feel icky sometimes. I've been in that situation and Mm -hmm. my go-to usually, this is also a topic for another podcast, is like I'd always just say, oh, cool, I agree with you all the time. Everything you say, I agree with. And you don't have to do that. And I think that's that really Mm -hmm. cool point that Trisha just made about like asking a question instead. Instead of that girl saying, my opinion is that Savannah's gross. She can still Mm -hmm. hold that opinion in that time. But presented in a way that doesn't make Trisha feel bad about herself. So making it a question. Yeah, going off of that, it's really funny because so what you just said about being too agreeable, huge point. Both this friend with the Savannah example and my friend with the Lima example are two people that have really strong personalities. They're not afraid to express their opinions. Because I'm on the other end and I tend to be on the too agreeable side, I find myself being attracted to friends who have that strong personality and who make those decisions and who tell me, Trisha, that's a bad idea. That's stupid. I think that I subconsciously crave that sometimes. I want that decisiveness. However, I find with those people that I have to set boundaries for myself because sometimes I specifically don't share things with them because I fear the reaction that they're going to have and I don't want to hear their opinion because I know they won't understand where I'm coming from. And that's the limitation is that as wonderful as it is having that straightforward opinion, sometimes they don't take the time to really hear where I'm coming from and so then that limits our ability to connect on a deeper level because I'm afraid to be vulnerable with them about certain things because I fear that I'm not going to be fully heard. So if you do have a stronger personality, that's totally fine. But practice making sure you are getting the other person's, you're you're trying to hear where the other person is coming from. Even if your knee-jerk reaction is, ugh, that's not for me. It doesn't have to be. This isn't, I didn't ask them to go to Lima. I didn't ask them to move to Savannah. This was my life. And so it really means a lot to a friendship and to a relationship if you can try to take the other person's perspective before expressing your opinion. And then once you have that perspective, maybe you still have that original opinion and that's fine, but try to see where the other person is coming from before jumping in too quickly. I actually think about um, my current roommate now. She's been a friend of mine since college and she has a very Mm -hmm. strong personality, (laughs) but I think she Mm -hmm. actually does a super good job at balancing that because I always know her opinion on things, but she never makes me Mm -hmm. feel bad about mine. And we have different opinions on a lot of things. And I think she does a good job when I share something and she obviously disagrees with it, but she's always very open to hearing my side and making her opinion known, but not in a way that makes me feel bad. In a way just like, hey, we're different humans. That's totally cool. Molly, that's your decision and I support that for you. Um, And I think it always makes me feel really good and I appreciate that strong personality, but I also appreciate the fact that she is understanding of my thoughts. That actually reminds me, I hadn't thought about this before, but my current roommate in Savannah, who I'm just now getting to know because I just got here recently, she's kind of like that too. She's a very strong personality, strong opinions, but we're 
incredibly different. But one thing I really appreciate is that regardless of what I say, she's always like, okay, you do you. She's so non-judgmental. And she doesn't mean she doesn't give her opinion and say what she thinks about it, but it's in such a non-judgmental way that I don't fear opening up to her and sharing my opinion with her, even if I know it'll be different. Yeah, and I think that's the key part. You don't have to, like, get rid of your own thoughts and opinions because that feels gross, being like, I'll Mm -hmm. just lie, Um, but also thinking about the other person. So, cool. Cool roommates. (laughs) Yeah, and that that limits connection, too. If you are too agreeable and always saying, okay, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool, then you're hiding who you really are and you're not actually going to be able to evolve and grow deeply with that person. Have we done an episode on that? Because we should. So another good example that I have of advice was a few years ago, I was in grad school and I was debating taking on this internship and I was talking to my friend and also roommate at the time and she, I was asking for advice and she said, honestly, she's like, I don't think you can do that. I think that taking on an internship while you're in grad school is going to be too much work. And I listened to her advice. I didn't follow it, but I heard it. And I really took it into consideration when I was deciding if I wanted to do the internship or not. But then when I told her, well, I appreciate that. I'm doing it anyway. She was so supportive. And then her, her tone changed like, okay, you got this. You can do it. And that meant so much to me because I was worried to tell her that I was going to do the internship because I thought she was going to be negative and say, I really don't think you can. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. But she wasn't like that because once she knew that like the decision had been made, there's no point in raining on my parade. And if she wants to be a good friend, she's going to support me through it. And she did. And doing the internship was one of the best decisions of my life. So I'm happy that I did. But it was having her support regardless really meant a lot to me. That could have really strained your friendship if she had, you know, kept on imposing her opinion after the fact of already making a decision. And then you would probably would have started feeling bad and then maybe not have been where you are today. That's a big jump, but you know. It goes in, it could have been, I'm not naturally a competitive person, so this probably wouldn't have happened, but in a lot of cases, it could have gone to a competitive place. If she says, I don't think you can do that, and I said, well, watch me, I'm going to do it anyway, then the whole summer of that internship, I probably would have been trying to prove her wrong, and that wouldn't have been doing the work from a good place. It would have been from a more competitive standpoint, and so that wouldn't have been as productive or felt as good as it did knowing that she was in my corner so the point of all this is really give your advice your genuine advice when it's asked of you if someone doesn't heed your advice that's okay let them do them be supportive if it's a life or death situation and like hey you really need to know my opinion on this you need to know this fact there's a malaria outbreak in lima and if you go there (laughs) you're gonna die then okay like that's one thing but if it's I don't like that, therefore you shouldn't do it. That's your opinion. We are different people. So I actually just thought of another story of my younger self, my naive young self. Um, Uh My best friend, her name is Molly, besides Trisha. One of my best friends is named Molly. (laughs) And um, she, when we were in high school, started dating a boy who I genuinely did not like. I think it also was a culmination of like, 
my best friend has a boyfriend now and it's not just all me, (laughs) but I just didn't Mm -hmm. like him. And so we actually stopped being friends for a little bit in high school because I would not support her boyfriend or her like, I just kept on imposing my opinion on him and saying like, I don't Mm -hmm. like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. And she obviously was in the relationship ended up ending Mm -hmm. because we were in high school but like (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. me imposing my opinion so much after she had already made the decision like hey look I'm dating him and I love him and he's gonna play guitar for us and you can hate it (laughs) which I did but like I really messed up because I wasn't supportive of her and he wasn't going to kill her he was not abusive he was not like making her a horrible person I just was probably jealous and didn't like him (laughs) Um, so really thinking back on that now, um, I've thought about like other people I've been friends with who like, I just don't like who they're dating and I'll say it one time and then I move on. So my opinion has been expressed and then I don't impose my opinion anymore. That is so interesting. And it makes me think, yes, good for you for expressing your opinion to those later friends where you said it once and like, here's what I think because you asked what I think or you want to know and I'm your friend. That's my duty. But to the other end of it, let's say Molly was going to marry this guy or something and you didn't agree with that and you didn't think he was good for her. There is a balance there. It's a fine line between, Hey, I'm your friend and I want what's best for you. How do we express our opinions when we think that our friend or someone we care about is making the wrong decision? doesn't mean we should bite our tongues and not, help them and not say what we're thinking my what I would say to do instead of being blindly supportive because you fear giving your opinion and having that be a hole in your friendship the best advice that I've ever gotten is when it's asked in the form of a question Mm. so what you could have done for example with Molly if let's say you didn't like him because you didn't think he respected her And there's some example. You could say to her, okay, how do you feel he does as far as respecting you? Or do you feel like he respects your opinions and values? In a non-accusatory way, you don't want to say, does he respect you? In a way that suggests that we already know what you're thinking. But just in a really objective, plain way, do you feel that he respects you? And things like that, so that then her wheels start turning and she starts thinking, about it. And so then the decision becomes her own. For me, when I was deciding where to move, it took me a year where I was debating leaving New York and I didn't know where to go. And I talked to a few really close people in my life. And the best advice was from the person who said, who asked me, why do you think you need to move? What are you looking for and where you want to go? Are you sure the location is actually going to change those things for you? Or do you think it's more you're looking for a location to solve all your problems. It it ended up getting pretty deep, but it was those questions that were the best advice. Telling me, I think you should move because New York's hard to live in. That was helpful, sure, but it was way more helpful when I had to make those decisions based on those leading questions. I think that's very true, and I realized I do that with my kids, my students, all the time, but... um... Mm-hmm. And I think there is a line, too. I, I do appreciate the fact that, like, giving your opinion once is important at the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then using those leading questions, I think, is 
awesome instead of sitting blindly because I think that's my approach usually is like I give my opinion once and I think it's important to like they know what your opinion is I think that's important um especially in, in those kind of situations where it's like you're gonna end up getting divorced <laughs> um, yeah but then like berating them with your opinion continuously is not right <laughs> it strains yeah. your friendship but I think you just in those leading questions is helpful for sure yeah and what I think is important too so let's say I'm dating someone that Molly doesn't like Molly if you tell me you don't like him even if it's just once I might then not talk to you about him anymore because I would be afraid of what you're gonna say so what I would need to hear from you to keep our friendship strong is I don't like him you know I don't like him but I'm gonna be here for you to talk about it to work through this relationship as long as you're dating him I'm supporting you yeah because otherwise it would be like what happened in high school molly the other molly knew you didn't like him and so then you guys stopped being friends and that's not healthy or productive for anyone but i was berating her too with the opinions any chance i got (laughs) because i was a great person oh yeah that's true i think the point is you can have different opinions from your friends but that doesn't mean you can't support them exactly even if you differ Mm -hmm. i think you're very spot on with that and i think the leading questions is a huge, really good point, too. Mm-hmm. So I've just found that to be super helpful. Yeah. So thank you to the people who did that. Yeah. You know who you are. This podcast kind of went a different turn, but I liked it. So another, th- just thinking of the person from the other end. If you do want advice about something, don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah. Too. Sometimes when I'm in a really heated emotional state, I call my mom, and she's not the best. It's supporting me naturally so what we do is I say mom I need advice or mom tell me I'm great <laughs> usually that's how it goes <laughs> or like support me or or like help me feel better something like that yeah um and making it really clear for those kind of people that you can with like my mom is someone mm-hmm. who I can do that with but like telling and, them what you yeah. need clearly and that's good because then she's not going to give her opinion, which may be different from yours. She knows in that moment what you need is support mm-hmm. and unconditional love. And <laughs> yeah. great. And Joe, my boyfriend started doing that too. He's like, okay, do you need support or do you need advice? Because <laughs> he knows Aww. I will not take advice if it's not, if I'm not ready for it. That's a, yeah, that's a huge point that we kind of touched on, but didn't really go into is you want to read the room and read the other person's perspective. If they want if they're not ready for advice or it's beyond the point of giving advice like the flight is booked then don't give the advice mm-hmm. cool so what are your take homes gonna ask you Molly? first no? <laughs> okay so my take homes i think i it's a take home for me so it's a take home for you guys too mm-hmm. is the leading questions i think that's a really cool thing to try and practice when you are in that position of like i want to help them reach their own decision on something um i think leading questions are really cool and yeah um doing practice yeah doing practice on it and it's called collaborative problem solving if you want to actually look it up i think um i can see if i can find a link if not sorry (laughs) i would say for the questions practice turning your opinions into a question or turn the advice that you would give into a question and seeing how that feels and what that looks like. So, for example, if the person who was talking to Trisha about Savannah was thinking, oh, Trisha won't like it there because 
it's too hot. I don't know. I'm just making things mm-hmm. up. You could turn it in. Because it was too small. Of a oh, okay. So if Trisha thinks, if she's thinking Trisha won't like it there because it's too small of a city, then turning that into a question like, so do you, what kind of city size are you looking for? Is that kind of a good example? Exactly. Exactly. Because she thought she wouldn't like Savannah because it's not near a major city. And so if she had asked me the question, do you like small towns? That would have made all the difference. Mm -hmm. So practicing turning those, I think that's a great takeaway. Practice turning those thoughts that you have into questions to lead into them giving their opinion on it. Mm -hmm. My take home would be the next time you're in a situation where you feel compelled to give your knee-jerk reaction of expressing that opinion is take a moment, breathe, and try to take the perspective of the other person to assess, is that productive in this moment or is that going to make them feel negatively? And then if you're on the other end and you are super agreeable, try to catch yourself doing that too. If you're always saying, yeah, yeah, and always agreeing, do the same thing. Pause, take a breath, and really decide, is that my actual opinion? Or am I just saying that so that they like me? Again, another topic for another day, but just something to start thinking And that takeaway has actually helped me. I do stop and count to two, and it helps. Nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, opinions, or advice for us, we would love to hear it. This is us openly (laughs) asking you all for your opinions and advice. Please email us at lostartofcommunication at gmail.com. You can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. Both are the name Lost Art of Communication. Um, We love seeing you guys follow us and make comments. So please do. Thanks so much. Bye.